Welcome to Islamic Life Coach School Podcast. Apply tools that you learn in this podcast and your life will be unrecognizably successful. Now your host, Dr. Kamal Akhtar. Hello, hello, hello everyone. Peace and blessings be upon all of you. Alhamdulillah, I try to practice high quality thoughts every day. And today the thought I came up with is that I want to be inspired by people that want to blow their own minds. They want to do something that has never been done before. They want to create something out of nothing. These kind of people have always inspired me. These type of high quality thoughts lead me to investigate the sciences of what makes people do what other people think is impossible. And as a product of this research, I came up with a whole bunch of answers, which I'm going to try and explain in this podcast. When you look at a big goal for yourself and you feel comfortable enough that you will get there one day, I'm afraid to tell you it's not a big enough goal. If you feel comfortable enough of getting there with effort, you are still in the language of comfort. And the language of comfort is of the primal brain. If you think of a big goal and all of a sudden you feel like throwing up, that's when you know you've gotten it right. That's when you know you're leaning into an impossible goal. So why go through the effort of making a goal impossible when you're comfortable enough to get it? And I'm going to attempt to answer that question in this podcast. As a part of creating impossible goals, I get two very common objections. This is a type of achievement mentality. And the one very common objection that I get is, why do I give people false hopes about achieving the impossible if they don't have the right circumstances? And I could not disagree with that objection more. Circumstances have nothing to do with your results. Creating something out of nothing or doing the impossible is independent of your circumstance. And if I don't sit here and talk about this, clarify it to the Muslim world, I'm doing you all a big disservice. And I will not rest peacefully in my grave knowing that I could have debunked this disbelief. So here I am speaking my mind. It's not about creating false hope for people in extenuating circumstances. It's about trying to break away from victim mentality, being at the mercy of your circumstance. It's about letting people borrow a language that is believable to them so they can then create results in their life that is independent of the cards they're dealt. It's not about giving false hope it's about letting people create their own hope. Okay, so that was objection number one. Objection number two that I get about impossible goals is that when I preach this kind of achievement mentality, people think that I'm preaching hustling and stress, which I am not. Point of impossible goals is to reach for the stars so at least you land on the moon, which by far is much further than any average human being accomplishes in his lifetime. So impossible goals are not about creating undue stress in your life. It's about putting your life to use while on this planet. So when you experience that queasiness in the pit of your stomach because you're doing something that has not been done before and it makes you uncomfortable, I do not mean to create stress over it or to create pressure to do something. There are two ways to getting things done. One way is where you feel pushed and pressured to move forward and the other way is that you feel pulled and attracted to move forward. They are two completely different energies. And as usual, the pushing and the hustle comes from the primal self. And the pulling and the attraction comes from the higher self. So I don't think I can say enough to lay these objections to rest, but I'm going to move on with the topic. 
because I do believe there's a lot you guys can learn from the concept of impossible goals. So that feeling of nauseousness and discomfort in the pit of your stomach warns you that whatever you're planning is too big for your current standing in life. And in that split second of you recognizing that discomfort tells you that that you found that impossible goal. And now I want you to find that impossible goal for the sake of your life. If you have the opportunity to write it down, please do. But if you're driving or otherwise busy and can't sit to write it down, just think about what you think would be your impossible goal. Something that makes you want to throw up. And I don't mean in a bad way. That kind of uneasy feeling is actually good for you. It helps you recognize the impossibility of the outcome. The reason I ask you to do this is because partly creating impossible goals is about not to give up before we even start to plan. And that happens because we have wiring in our brain that throws objections at every plan we make. And you guessed it, that's our primal comfortable self that throws out all of these objections. So with every wish you've had, every belief you've ever held about a better future, there will always be a counter voice that will tell you why it cannot be done. So to quiet that nafs, coaches came up with the concept of impossible goals. By this method, we get to bypass the wiring that tells you that it cannot be done. Because you can then just tell your brain, I understand it cannot be done, that's why it's an impossible goal. There's no need to throw objections at me. I want to take a moment to normalize these voices and objections in your head. Because every single human being on this planet experiences them. Just because you came up with a plan and end up giving in to these voices does not make you any less of a human. It just means that you have not recognized this design yet and you have not labeled them as just mere objections. In terms of these impossible goals, whenever your brain objects that you can't achieve it, you calm it down by saying, I know, that's why I called it an impossible goal. I know we cannot achieve it. We've already established that. That's why we are just here to figure out what is actually the next possible step. So besides the bypassing of this objection-creating neural wiring, there are many benefits to creating these impossible goals. And I dive deep into it in my coaching program. And I have a phenomenal workbook that you guys get access to in the program that takes you through this process step by step. It is an extremely valuable resource. (laughs) I mean, like it's life-changing. I use it to create impossible goals in all different circles of my life. So benefit number one is the bypassing of the objection wiring. Benefit number two is that you get to take action from the future self. The future self is about borrowing thoughts and feelings from your future because imagining yourself in a future place is a strictly human trait. And what that looks like is that you have a goal and you have a mountain of evidence that you can't currently achieve that goal. But also in that moment, you imagine yourself to be in a future moment where you've achieved that goal. And you ask yourself, how are you thinking and feeling in that moment? Chances are it will be along the lines of excited, accomplished, confident, proud. Like for some examples, you wanted to get married and you got married. You're making $100,000 at your job. You got your credentials as a personal trainer that you always wanted. You lost 80 pounds. You memorized Surah Baqarah. Once you've transported yourself where you've accomplished your impossible goal and you're imagining how you're feeling in that moment, I want you to bring that feeling into the current moment. 
Again, it could be excited, confident, proud. Bring it into the now and use that feeling to start working on the goal today. So you start thinking and believing from a place in the future and you start mentoring yourself from that place. Your future self becomes your teacher of the current self. Reason is that your future self is extremely wise and she is a person that I bet you don't utilize enough. So point of creating all this mental work is to pave a way to success. You can announce your impossible goal to your family, your friends, children, or even social media because these days nothing becomes official unless it's on social media. So announce it and declare it to the world and make it real for your brain that you're deciding to do something that's impossible. You can skip the excuses-making phase of the brain by telling it, yes, I know it's impossible. Then you can generate the vision and excitement from your future self and bring it to the now and start taking the very next step that is needed. This is the recipe to expand your brain beyond your current capacity. Because if you do not expand your thinking to higher quality thoughts from the future past the objections, you are going to continue to recycle the past. We might want to lose weight and we get to come from the feeling of accomplishment. You feel accomplished when you imagine yourself lost all the weight. But today's action item will be that you don't eat off protocol. So a protocol is a document that my clients create as a part of their Stop Emotional Eating program, which is yet another source that you get access to when you join my program. So please don't think about it twice. It's a wealth of information. So when you join, you get to create this protocol where you get to tell yourself what is it that you're going to eat. The future self that lost the weight feels excited about the next step that needs to be taken. And the very next step is that you don't eat sugar or flour today. So essentially, in order to achieve any impossible goal, you have to bridge the gap from the future self to the current self. You want to start a business? Your future self who has a successful business feels accomplished. But today, you have to borrow that feeling of accomplishment to create the website that you need so your customers can visit the website and view your products. You are bridging the gap from the future self to the current self. There are huge, huge neurobiological benefits to this method, including tapping into your planning higher self and using the dopamine reward system of the future to create the promise of reward in the now from the very next task that needs to be done that might look boring. So there is definitely a method behind this madness. (laughs) It's not just nonsensical tips and tricks. When you're trying to achieve big goals, the very next steps start to feel boring. And that's the place when you start to create that stress and pushing energy. When you create that pressure to go through the very next boring step, that's when you activate your sympathetic fight and flight stress response. And your brain will do anything to escape that situation including dropping your goal altogether, pretending it was never something you actually wanted. This is the type of state that leads to more stress, and this situation leads to the opposite of accomplishing your goal. For example, first you are stressed because you're not losing weight, so you justify eating the chocolate cake, and then you stress about having eaten that chocolate cake, and then you continue to engage in such stressful behaviors on an ongoing basis 
which completely sabotages your future goal. Also, if your goal is to create a business, first failure of a product launch will have you shut down. You might halt all production, never learning what to improve. Because you're constantly engaging in the stress response trying to escape the situation. If the goal was to find a guy to get married to, but you perceived rejection because you were told you're too old, or you're too educated, or your family is too intrusive. If your stress response gets engaged based on these responses, you will immediately shut down and internalize that rejection, completely destroying the goal in the process. If your goal was to memorize the Quran and you skip one day because of feeling ill or the kids being sick or your husband or house needs extra attention, if you are engaged in the stress response, you will feel like a failure. You'll think you're not cut out to do this. And you will not take the very next step of memorizing just the next two lines or the next surah, completely eliminating your goal. In all of these situations, what is happening is that you're acting from the primal stress response and you will always end up doing the opposite of what needs to be done. If you ate a chocolate cake while trying to lose weight, the answer is not to eat another piece of chocolate cake because you're stressed. The answer is to borrow the thoughts and feelings from the future self and be confident and continue the course and remain confident and learn about what didn't work and keep moving forward. Disengage the fight response and put your sage self back into the driver's seat. That's what an impossible goal does. Based on these pointers that I've given you, you can continue to tell your sympathetic nervous system that is so eager to save your life from the face of an imminent threat that as a completely tragic side effect, it annihilates your goals. You can tell that sympathetic nervous system that nothing has gone wrong. Failure is a part of the plan. We can rest calmly. Nothing is here to kill us. So the impossible goal does not mean that your very next step is a huge goal. All of your next steps are always small, doable goals. If you want to climb Mount Everest, you're not going to be standing at the base camp in the next 24 hours. What you're going to need to do is you're going to start training. You're going to investigate. You're going to buy the right equipment. You're going to do research as to how not to die in the process. <laughs> so no matter how impossible the goal is, the very next step is always doable. Use these strategies in this podcast to set an impossible goal so you can then soothe your wild obstacle-creating brain and train it not to create panic. Tell it that you're just exploring. That's the first step. The second step is to borrow the future accomplished version of yourself and use that to take the very next step. And step three is that the very next step is always doable. This is my sincere hope and dua that this method gives you guys a scientific process that you can adapt to create a successful life, inshallah. Please keep me in your duras. I will talk to you guys next time. Hey, are you thinking about coaching? I invite you to a complimentary consultation with me where I can help you define the solution to your problem, regardless if you choose to work with me in the Empowered Muslim Women program or not. So you really have nothing to lose. Access the appointment link through the show notes 
and inshallah I will see you there.